0: And it's a very counterintuitive way of how to actually deal with the struggles you're dealing with. Your kid's not listening, your kid's not following instructions, your kid's battling, your kid's melting down, whatever it is, it all starts with connection. Homeschooling isn't just
1: about education. It's about your kids, it's about your family, and it's about a lifestyle. Hi, my name is Jackie, and I'm the founder of Homeschool Think Tank. The Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast is about community, family, education, and life. I believe that these are the things that matter to homeschool families. Tune in each week and let's talk. I'll bring you a message from my heart, an expert interview, or an interview with the ultimate homeschooling experts, homeschool families like yours. And remember to check out homeschoolthinktank.com. Today, I am sharing an interview with Dana Abraham. So you might be wondering, who is Dana Abraham? First and foremost, she is a mom. She has been a homeschooling mom, and she has also been a mom who has kids in school. She's the mom of an out-of-the-box kiddo. And she's also the founder of the popular blog, Lemon Lime Adventures. She's the author of the best-selling book, Super Kids Activity Guide to Everyday Living, the co-author of Sensory Processing 101. She is the founder of the Calm the Chaos framework, and she has created numerous parenting workshops. And I have actually come back in to redo this introduction a couple years after this interview was recorded. She is also now the leader of A couple of online parenting memberships for moms and dads who want to learn better parenting techniques and strategies and actually there's even teachers and therapists in some of these groups so before we move forward with this interview i want you to know that i haven't updated the interview this was literally the second interview i ever recorded i believe it's the first interview i ever released and I've updated this introduction to let you know that you can still go to the link that goes with this podcast episode. And even if it is years down the road, go to this link and you will find updated information. So I won't be coming back in to update this introduction again, but regardless of when you listen to this, check the link that goes with this episode. All right, please forgive my novice interview skills in this episode. There's a portion of me that wants to just take this down, but I think leaving it up is good because it really helps you understand who Dana Abraham is, and you'll probably learn a little bit about myself as well. All right, enjoy the episode. Remember to check the link that goes with this episode, and all you have to do is just click the link that's in the show notes below. You can always go to homeschoolthinktank.com and type in Dana Abraham or Calm the Chaos in the search bar and it will pull up whatever we have about her at that time. All right, enjoy. You can find all the links and everything that we're talking about today at homeschoolthinktank.com and we can get you to where you need to be with Dana. And she has a great video that she just released today. And I had the opportunity to listen to it ahead of time. I can tell you as a parent, I learned quite a few things from this. So you're going to want to check this out because as parents, I believe we all have challenges and regardless of whether you have a child that's less challenging or more challenging what she's teaching can be helpful. It can be really helpful. And I, I can share with you that as a parent years ago, I really struggled with one of my kids. Um, this particular daughter is a little more challenging to raise. And we have spent a pretty penny on therapy, just like Dana has. And I can tell you, I wish I would have had back then what she's offering today it would have helped us tremendously, and I, I I, really wish I would have had that. So I think you guys are going to love her. I met Dana in Canada a couple weeks ago. I didn't actually meet you face-to-face, but I, I met yeah. I felt like I met you. So she was on stage speaking, and it didn't take me long to realize I had some things in common with Dana that um, – I have a child who has struggled with anxiety, and I would say probably sensory disorders, even though I never really thought of it like that until I looked at your page. I was like, oh, yeah, um, I can relate there. And we've had some challenges. And so while I always wanted to homeschool my kids, like from the time I was pregnant, now Dana was a classroom teacher. Mm-hmm. But I always wanted to homeschool my kids, and I did. And it was going pretty smooth with kid number one. And with kid number two, I, met, I was met with more challenges. And so I actually had an almost opposite experience of you, where I had to stop homeschooling, put my daughter in school. And when it was a small private school, there were like seven girls, seven boys. And it crushed me. And I, here's the moment I related to you on stage. You said something to the effect of, I felt like a failure. I'm I'm a classroom teacher, which Dana is a classroom teacher, and I couldn't even teach my own child. Now, I have a degree in physical education. And I can tell you, in that moment, I felt like a failure. And it wasn't one moment, it was a Many moments, and I thought, I can't even teach my own child, I have to put her in school when it's all I ever wanted to do. And in conjunction with that, we started therapy. Now, before we move forward, I forgot to give you a proper intro- introduction. So, Dana is the best selling author of the Super Kids Activity Guide to Conquering Every Day. I'm sorry I had to look at my notes, but that's a long title. It is so a the, really long title.
0: <laughs> yeah. the super, I, we just call it the Super Kids Guide nowadays. <laughs> that is great. That's much easier
1: to remember. So she's also the creator of the Calm the Chaos Framework, and she, this is where like, I am so I can't even believe I'm interviewing you. You have she has over half a million followers on her popular blog, Lemon Lime Adventures. And I can tell you she packs a punch. I looked at it and I am incredibly impressed. So she has what parents need. She has what we need. And I am I'm beside myself to have you on here. So so tell me. You were a classroom
0: teacher for how long? So I was in the classroom. The numbers get confusing at this point because, like you said, I ended up homeschooling my kiddo. But um, it it was around fifteen years I was in the classroom. I was National Board Certified Teacher for early childhood. Um, I actually had like won an award. I actually didn't tell people this for a very long time. I won an award for best teacher in best early childhood teacher in Chicago. and Chicago's not a small city. And I, I, I'm looking at the report right now. I didn't tell anyone because at that same Wait, time. best early childhood teacher in Chicago? Yeah. Wow. And, <laughs> and I didn't tell anyone. And I didn't tell anyone because at the exact same time my son was in kindergarten and I was getting calls every single day from school that my, I need to pick my son up. And that he was struggling. And to be blatantly honest with you, today, right before I got on this call, my son came home and I got an email from his teacher um, that he had a rough day today. And that he was doing things that um, that weren't appropriate. And they're not. He has a really hard time with his self-control and impulse control. And add that with puberty, and uh, you give him a computer and and... Well, you can fill in the blanks. So life is not perfect today, but life is a whole heck of a lot better. And the big difference is that I don't hate myself and feel like I'm broken. And I don't feel like my kid is broken. I instead know that I've got my work cut out for me. And I know that he's got his work cut out for him to be able to fit into a world that doesn't understand him. But I know that we can do that now. So, um, so yeah, that, that was my teaching experience. <laughs> but can I share this with
1: you? Yeah. So, and because what I want our audiences both to understand is sometimes it doesn't matter whether your kid's in school or homeschooled, you're going to have challenges. And I, the writing was on the wall for me by the time my child was three. And I didn't understand what we were experiencing at the time. Um, I, I wish I would have sought help sooner. And so while I homeschooled her for the first few years, and let me say this, my oldest kid has always homeschooled, and she actually started college at 14. I don't see that with my youngest. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's okay. I just want her to progress and to grow up and be a happy you know uh, successful in the like she can function in society and be a happy individual. That's what I want for her. And so whether your kids are in school or homeschooled, I think this is really important that to understand that sometimes you're going to have the challenges either way. And just last week, after we all got back from Canada, we had the roughest day we've probably had in five years. Like Mm. it breaks my heart. Um, Dang. <laughs> um, I'll get choked up, but it was tough. It was really tough. Yep. And it least me go, oh, I feel like a failure, right? I feel like mm-hmm. a failure. But I know, God damn it. <laughs> I am um, I know that we're gonna face these challenges either way. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, my daughter is middle school age. Hormones are not helping these issues Mm -hmm. and I think it would be worse in school than it is here Mm -hmm. so I you know you you just you do the best you can as a parent and I really I was a teacher and I have respect for teachers and I genuinely believe they do the best they can in the situation they're in and I was taught or some early childhood for a Mm -hmm. while too so um yeah, I just want I want people to understand that we're not blaming teachers and we're not okay. blaming you as parents. Sometimes yeah. we
0: just have that challenges is, that and we have to overcome it. Absolutely. I mean, that is like one of the number one things is I want people to know that they are not a failure and their kid's not broken and that there isn't a blame for someone else. Like when I was in the classroom, the blame was always, well, you know, they, because I taught on the West side of Chicago. So it was like, well, their parents don't take care of them or, well, you know, that that kid's mom, like, you know, you know her history and And the blame was always on the parents. And then when I became a parent, the blame was always on the teachers in the school. And just like you said, you know, and I see this all the time on my Facebook page, because I have lots of comments. And it just happened just yesterday, where there was a thread where I was sharing where this mom was talking about her kid getting suspended. And people very quickly are like, how dare the school? How dare the school? How dare the school? And then the teachers are like, wait a second, like we're teachers, we shouldn't get beat up every day. And I'm like, you shouldn't, you're right. But they, everyone in that situation, when you're so hurt, it's so easy to blame someone else. And it's so easy to focus on the negative. You know, Mm -hmm. and it's so easy to focus because that's the pain and that's your brain trying to protect you. And so I think it's really important to say in spite of whatever might be going on at home, in spite of whatever the situation is at school, you know, then how are we going to make this the best situation? Because the truth of the matter is like my son goes to a school where they use strategies that I do not agree with and we don't promote here. Charts and token rewards like we don't do that like that's not what um that's not really what our program's about and what the research that we've done and melded together for our program it's not what it's about but I know that that's what they they have that's what they know to be able to support the kids they have in their class so I have to support them And I have to teach my kid how to advocate for what he needs and wants in a way they'll listen, even if they're using a system that doesn't work with his personality. Yes. Yes. So I think it, I think you're so right about that blame thing. It's so easy to blame the other. And it's, you know, I, I, and, and when you can get rid of that, like you're already 10 steps ahead. Yes, I agree. And I wanna show
1: this too. So when we and I don't know if I ever said again, so my daughter went to private school for a year and a half and then there was a point where we needed to homeschool her again. It was it was great the first year, the second year wasn't as great. The classroom size increased exponentially though. Like five or six kids, which is a lot. And they were high energy kids. You know, they're good kids, but they're really high energy. It and the Yeah, there are all sorts of things going on. Anyway, but, and the school's a good school. I'm not even saying it's not. It is. But, um, okay, I lost my train of thought here for a moment. Mm -hmm. Oh, but when we did therapy, and I've watched your video where you spent thousands of dollars, like over $10,000 on therapy, and we weren't there, but we've spent a pretty penny too. And I can tell you, so we did cognitive therapy, it made... It changed our world, and we, uh, this isn't to say my kid doesn't have her challenges. She does, but here's what changed a lot, me. My Mm -hmm. husband and I did everything they told us to do, and it was how I dealt with her and Mm -hmm. how, and I'm not saying I'm perfect. I am not. I have my flaws and I have a lot of them that I don't want to hang out for the world to see (laughs) but but I think I think we're gonna be learning some similar things from you and I can tell you I wish I would have had what you offer all those years ago and I am okay I am genuinely considering signing up for your course even though a few months ago I was sort of feeling like we're doing good well (laughs) it's been a little rough lately and I need some help and I'm a parent too you know I, I do this whole homeschool think tank thing but at the end of the day I'm a mom mm-hmm. and I have challenges too and I'm not exempt from them in any way shape or form and quite frankly homeschool think tank very much comes from my struggles in a way that calmed the chaos and all of these things came from yours
0: absolutely yeah this wouldn't exist if it wasn't for what we went through um at all. And I just, I hear you telling your story and I can feel the pain in your heart and I can feel how much love you have for your daughter and you just want her to to be successful in the way that she deserves to be, Um, meaning, you know, that may not be straight A's, that may not be going to college, whatever it is for her, but you want her to feel good in her skin. And I can tell that she currently doesn't feel good in her skin. Um, And then you're seeing other things that are happening around because of that. Um, And what you mentioned about the you part, that's so important. And um, our framework is actually for Simple elements. So it's simple. It's not always easy to implement, but you know um, that's why you fall into these ruts. Like you said, like just a little while ago, you felt like you had it, and then something else crept up. Um, but what we found is these four elements. When you can have these four going, and they don't even have to be perfect. I mean, you can get them like seventy percent right. You can get them fifty percent right, and. They will make a world of difference if you have these four elements going at all times. And we cover those in the framework where, or in the workshop, but are you okay if I share them here? Yes. So you mentioned that when you went through some therapy before with your daughter, that the thing that you got most out of it was some work for yourself and that when you yeah. changed, things changed with her. And that's a piece that's missing in a lot of parenting programs out there and a lot of education for parents. Or it just solely focused focuses on the, the parent. So it's, you know, it's, we find the balance can be off. It's a family. Yeah. It's a family, right? So our element, our framework involves you really getting clear on your, the thoughts that are going through your head that could be affecting your success, affecting how you see your kid's behavior, all those sorts of things. And being mm. able to remain calm and find an anchor to fall back on when days are really bad. And mm. then, the next step in our framework is connection. And this is something you can find in, you know, any really good positive parenting or peaceful peaceful parenting program out there this is that connection piece but we take it a little deeper and we really help you connect with your kids on a deep level and help them help you uh, realize who they are and appreciate them for who they are and accept them but also so that they can appreciate you and all of the things about you for who you are because you are different people Um, and then the third the third piece is understanding and this is what you were talking about earlier about realizing oh my goodness there's some sensory connection here. And it doesn't necessarily mean that your child has a disorder or they're broken or anything. That understanding piece I found, if you don't have a kid who has been completely out of the box and hasn't fit the mold and you've had to go to therapy, if you haven't had that experience, you may not know that sensory exists. You may not know about how the brain responds when you're having, when stress is happening. You may not know about you know, the, the causes of behavior because of, of the different things, you know, you might not have been exposed to it or just to a little bit. And so that's such an important piece though, is all of us understanding what makes each of us tick and everyone in the family, you know, like I know we can't go to uh, more than two stores when I go out with my husband because the noises really bother him. Um, And then my, um, the final piece is empowerment. And this is really helping the kids feel empowered and each member of the family. So it's not this like unbalanced thing, but so that the parents and the kids feel empowered so that they're both um, feeling like they're being heard and valued and that their voice matters. And when you combine all those together, that's when the magic happens.
1: And I think that last piece is so important,
0: and especially
1: when you're homeschooling your kids, mm-hmm. I really feel like they need to feel empowered, even if it's, you're going to do the work, but you can choose when to do the work, mm-hmm. or you can choose between this and this today, and that that is where we found the piece in homeschooling, is right. giving our daughter as much power as possible, you know, and mm-hmm. which can be hard. It's not always easy. So so tell me a little bit more about this video you released today and about your
0: group because Dana has what, 20,000 people? And I, it's f- growing every day. We've been getting about a thousand people a day right now. So yeah, it's uh, amazing. Last time I checked, it was like twenty one thousand people. Um, it was at fourteen thousand last week. It's just grow, grow, grow. So it's been it's really, really fun. Um, so yeah, we we just released our calm the chaos workshop. We have over I think we're nearing about twenty thousand people who have joined the workshop up to now, um, and it just one of them. <laughs> a couple hours ago, um, and it's a four-part series where we're going to walk you through that framework I just talked about. The first one is all about how to remain calm in the moment and how to see behavior differently so that you can you can respond to it differently and you can help your kid when they're having a meltdown in the moment. Um, And we go over my story, we go over our background, and we share some case studies of like real people who have put this into action in their their life. And we also have a assessment in that first video. It's our Calm Chaos Life Assessment, where you can actually download it and you can score yourself on where you fall so that you can find your next step. So it's not even if you score all zeros, it's not about like, oh my gosh, I'm failing. I'm not doing any of these things. It's okay. I got a zero. This shows me what I have to work on and what I can do to move forward. And it helps you see. And even if you get like, you know, sevens and fives all across the board, then it doesn't feel like you've tried everything. You might find the one thing, even if you find just one thing, that could be your aha moment. And so you've got that assessment in the first one. In the second one, we go over the first step in our process, which is connection, and it's a very counterintuitive way of how to actually deal with the struggles you're dealing with. Your kid's not listening, your kid's not following instructions, your kid's battling, your kid's melting down, whatever it is, it all starts with connection, and so in video two, we talk about that, and I share how to turn your kid's biggest struggle, so that anxiety you were talking about for your daughter, and turn that into their biggest asset, or we call superpowers and um I love it. and so it's how to see their biggest struggle as their biggest asset and how to help them see that. And we teach that in the second lesson. And then in the third video, we just pull back the curtain and we basically give you everything um, with the keys and all. We basically just, it's like a 16 page download of the entire framework in and out and ups and downs. We've had people who've just used the workshop alone and not joined our 90 day program and still had massive success in their family. And so that fourth video is a walkthrough of our entire program and, you know, information on how you can join the 90-day program if that if that's something you need. I hope you enjoyed this interview with Dana Abraham. Remember to
1: check the link below to see what's going on right now to sign up or get on the waiting list for whatever she is offering currently or should you listen to this down the road at that time. All right, have a great week. Live and learn your way. My name is Jackie and I am your host of the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. I want to say thank you for listening to the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, I'd like to ask you to take a moment to follow this podcast. Depending on where you're listening, look for a follow button or a plus button or a subscribe button. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, would you mind leaving a review or a thumbs up? Next, if you think another family or group would find this episode helpful, would you mind sharing this episode? Finally, be sure to check the show notes for a link to the article that corresponds with this podcast episode. In this article, we'll include any links that we mentioned in this episode. You'll also be able to use our advanced podcast search engine to quickly bring you right to the moment you are looking for in this episode. When you go to the Homeschool Think Tank website, you'll also want to check out our collection of educational podcasts that your family will love. We have suggested podcasts for kids, teenagers, and parents. And remember that you can search all of the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast episodes at homeschoolthinktank.com. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Live and learn your way. My name is Jackie, and I am your host of the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. Bye-bye.